1: Can't be taken in haste if we won't you'll be commander, sir. My lord. And who may it be said is your intended sir? My word. Pretty as a rasper.
0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Pop 5, brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's your host with the most, Val, and as always with me, the Tim Burton to my Stephen King. Jay Rance, how you doing, Jay?
1: (laughs) What's up, brother? I'm chilling. How you doing, man? I'm
0: good, I'm good. I'm (laughs) getting ready for this number 11, Pop 5. We haven't done one for a while, but we're going to break the teen cycle now. Ooh,
1: 11. Yeah, I forgot because the last one we did was 10, the top 10 for the tag teams. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally forgot. Yeah, look at that. That's how long it's been since we've done a pop five when you forget the number that she was up to.
0: And you know what? I think we're going to give the fans their money's worth right now, even though this is a free podcast. This today (laughs) is going to be the top five or top five best Johnny Depp performances. How do you feel about that?
1: I'm actually happy about this one because he is... I would have to like think long and hard down the memory lane. But if I'm not, he's probably like my favorite actor right now. Really? Like, male actor of all times. That ass, bro. I love me some Johnny Depp, man. Oh. Like, he's just so freaking great. So like versatile to any role. You get what I'm saying? That's what I love about him. And he just has so many unique personalities. If this dude was insane, like, I-, I-, I wouldn't believe it, man. Because he doesn't seem sane sometimes with some of these roles that he does.
0: So you put him over the Mark Wahlberg.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I love you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> you put him over the John Liquizzano. I'm sorry, yo, you gotta be rolling right now. Yeah, like honestly, he's like my favorite male actor, and I think I've told this to you beforehand. <laughs> like, you put him over the Al Pacino. Yeah, definitely put him over the Al Pacino. Cause to me, like, I mean, Al Pacino's dope. Robert De Niro, great, great, great actors in their own right, but. To me, I mean, since we're talking about, like, you know, uh, the, like, the best roles or whatever, you know, we had the, the poll on the Sideshow Conversation. If you guys haven't followed that page, it's on Facebook. You go follow it. Um, it was for best performances. And honestly, Al Pacino, to me, like, his best performance to me in my eyes was in Scarface. It was on Carlito's way. So, I mean, he doesn't really have that much roles in my eyes. These are my opinions, you know. So, like, but I mean, he's a great actor along with, like, Robert De Niro and stuff, and over to Mark Wahlbergs. And <laughs> I love, but, but. in this podcast, we're comparing, <laughs> of the top actors, the Al Pacino and the Mark Wahlberg, And the Mark Wahlberg. but, 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 John Leguizamo does have one of my favorite roles when he was Benny Blanco, along, also, you know, Carlito's way, so, but yeah, like, I don't know, I love Johnny Depp, how you feel about him, man?
0: if we're talking about the best John Klazama performance I'm going to say Chi Chi <laughs> from Wong Fu but that's just I me. can do that <laughs> but definitely Johnny Depp does have a special place in my heart I feel yeah. like most kids our age um, starting off prepubescence grew up with Johnny Depp <laughs> Seriously, from, yeah. from the early starts when he was a teenager and his brief appearance in um, Nightmare on Elm Street to mm-hmm. now these days of uh, ascending to different films and in Alice in Wonderland and the Pirates of the Caribbeans. I feel like he has transcended from um, being a regular actor to just being a performance of his own. He, he dips and dabbles into so many different things that you just can't yeah. say Johnny Depp's that kind of actor. He's every mm-hmm. kind of actor. And that's what makes this so, yeah. so special.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I love about him. And that's always like this dude is just like he's so versatile. And like I said, to, to, to touch all those realms and just act so many different, like you got to have like a loose bolt in your head or something, man, because this guy, this guy's brilliant and great. And that's a, a, a sign, you know, a trait of a great actor. You get what I'm saying? Like if you could just tackle any role. Definitely, definitely. Now,
0: since I, I started off, the, you did? The, Yes, I did.
1: Why do Why do we always do this? Are you sure?
0: I'm pretty positive. I knocked down number ten on the top tens.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Wage outlaws. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I forgot. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> well, you better <laughs>
0: tell me your number five.
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, like, we spoke, you know, from the Nightmare on Elm Street, from the old past films. A lot of, like, my favorite performances of him have been, you know, New Age recent stuff. Okay. So, um, my number five. And um, it, it's, it might be a little bit not what you expected on the list. It might be a little controversial. You know, you kind of did it with the Cyclops, so I'm going to throw the curveball at you for this one. So, it's the 2005 fantasy drama film directed by Tim Burton and Mike Johnson. And he did the voice for Victor in this film, and that is The Corpse Bride. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, because I, I, it was kind of like The Corpse Bride or Edward Scissorhands. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, I had to roll with The Corpse Bride because I love that film better. It's all, you know, dark and gloomy in the Victorian ages and stuff like that. And in this film, I, I had to put him, I mean, I had to put him as my number five because for this film, he got nominated for an Oscar, you know, um, for Best um, – animated voice and a kid's choice award I believe in 2006 or something like that so it was a decent performance even though it was just voice you get what I'm saying it was a great voice because I feel that any other voice would have not captivated that character you know because Victor was a shy mellow awkward character you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. for whoever's seen the movie and that's why I was like it was either Edward Scissorhands or Victor from The Corpse Bride and I was like I'm gonna go with Victor and I feel that this is one of his things where we were talking that he has he could touch multiple personalities, you know, from Looney, Kooky, whatever, like we said. And then he has that chill, soft, mellow drama, real nice, real um, awkwardly shy because, you know, he's kind of awkwardly shy in this movie. For whoever's seen it, you know, when they're having the, the practice wedding rehearsal, he's just fumbling all over his vows and dropping the rings all over that, you know, he runs in the forest to practice and stuff like that. So that's why I had to put number five, The Corpse Ride Victor. I don't know. How do you feel about that movie? How do you feel about him there?
0: Corpse Bride has a special place in my heart. Um, Between him and the rest of the uh, cast that's in that movie, uh, I believe that's a great movie. The only reason I didn't put it on here is that I felt like all my top five picks are a little bit more close to my heart um, Mm -hmm. than Corpse Bride. People tend to think Corpse Bride is a poor man's nightmare for Christmas. And if you haven't seen it, um you're sadly mistaken it has a lot of depth a lot of emotion to it it's a little kooky and the, the dance numbers and the songs <laughs> are a little kooky yeah. as well too sometimes they don't seem like they fit all the way in the movie but i mm-hmm. love the movie i love johnny depp's performance and i feel like uh the best way to be a character actor or a voice actor is to forget who's playing the role and if you mm-hmm. watch the movie at least going into it maybe 10 minutes into a movie maybe less you kind of forget that ask johnny depp yeah exactly But definitely, between him and Hellebram Carter, I think both of them just have so much chemistry that it makes that movie just such a joy to watch every time I put it on.
1: Yeah, no, and it's like you said, at at points of it, if you, you like, it's such a good movie and you get so captivated by the characters and the voices and, you know, the uniqueness that each actor brings to this film that you kind of forget it's Johnny Depp and things of that nature, so... Like I said, it has a special place in my heart. This film. That's why I had to roll with it. I had to put it in number five. Whoever doesn't like it, I'm sorry. This is this is my pop five. You know, so I had to put the Corpse Bride, bro. Tell me, um before
0: we even get into mine, do you have any thoughts on what I said about that being a poor man's Nightmare for Christmas? Do you see why people could could kind of relate to
1: that opinion? Um, yeah, because, you know, it's that dark, gloomy, um, kind of, I don't want to say because, um, Nightmare Before Christmas wasn't really Victorian, but it has that same animation and that dark, that gloomy aspect that that's why people say that. And you have the link, um, between the dogs, you know, so that's why people kind of feel that, hey, um... It's like the Sparky and um, Jack Skellington's was zero, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, right? That's mm-hmm. what it was. So that's another reason why I feel that people make that comparison between dogs and stuff like that through the movie. But I mean, and since it's kind of set like kind of like in the underworld and stuff like that, we see like a lot of skeletons and stuff like that of that figure and that nature. I think that's why they say it's the poor man's Nightmare um, Before Christmas. But like you said, they're 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 sadly mistaken because they each. Stand alone on their own two feet as separate individual films and great films in my eye. I love it. Love that answer. <laughs> so what's your number five, brother?
0: Uh, mine's a little out there. Mine is a film that came out in 2004. It's an American mm-hmm. psychological horror thriller um, based on Stephen King's novel *Secret Window*, *Secret Garden*. It is the *Secret Window* movie that yes, came out, yes. and the character is Johnny mm-hmm. Depp portraying is Mort Rainey, and he's basically an mm-hmm. author. That um, is going through writer's block and is also going through depression as well too, coming out of a divorce, mm-hmm. and basically he's getting stalked in this cabin that he's at um, by this um, character named Shooter, and he keeps on saying that, "Hey, listen, you're plagiarizing what I what I wrote a couple of years yep. back," and he keeps on taunting Johnny Depp constantly whether saying hey you need to put my credentials on what you're writing because you're plagiarizing kind of making giant up a little crazy a little paranoid to the point where he's calling the cops cops are showing up no one's around no one can figure out what's happening But a couple weird things start happening around these cases. His dog dies for instance, Mm -hmm. like a screwdriver right to the throat. A couple car crashes happening. His world is just going out of control to the point where his ex-wife even gets a little scared of what's happening with him. He sounds out of it. Odd. To the point Mm -hmm. where this shooter character basically is Johnny Depp essentially going crazy because of the divorce, because of depression. Winds up killing his wife and burying his wife, well, his ex-wife, and her new boyfriend in the garden next to his window, hence called The Secret Window. Um, it's a crazy movie. It's a psychological drama. It's, you question what's real and what's not, and I like that performance of Johnny Depp. It just seems that um, we get really a melodramatic character a little too much with Johnny Depp. So this was a little different. This was not kooky Johnny Depp. This was more on the break of insanity. And I love mm-hmm. that 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 mix of I know I'm not crazy, but I'm gonna try to convince you to believe me. And at the same token, everybody around his life is like, "No, you're fucked up, bro." So it's one of my <laughs> favorite movies from Johnny Depp. Uh, special place in my heart because I went to go see that at theaters before my daughter was born. So love that awesome.
1: movie. The I, I love that movie, man. Secret Window, like you said, it's it's a different side where you see his um kind of whiny at times you get what i'm saying definitely like, oh, chrissy whiny and you see that seep through along with his little melodramatic like, eh, eh, you know and then you see him and like you said it's you're watching the film and it's like okay uh like are you going crazy bro is this really you or are, are these things really going on you know and oh shout out to um shooter because that was that was phantom right from yeah. <laughs> my man i kill yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was about some phantom, so that's why I loved it. But no, man, great film, like you said, based on the Stephen King, you know, novella. So I, I love that. I love that film. And it's actually one of my favorite um, films that he's done because, like you said, this is where you see a lot of his uniqueness and different layers of his performing skills. And it, it's, it's such a deep film. You know, you sit there and you're like, okay, you get caught up, what's going on? And then even the cops start coming over like hey what's going on your prime suspect his um ex-wife gets involved like hey what's going on are you going crazy so it, it is a great film i didn't see it in movies though i saw it on um tv though but i'm glad i saw it you know and this movie gets a bad rap as well too because
0: some mixed reactions why well because of the fact that at this time you know we we were getting johnny Depp going from different characters you know a year Mm -hmm. after this we got the charlie the chocolate factory movie so he was transitioning from doing movies like um um um, finding neverland and different movies where he's actually showing some chops to character actors and i think people wanted him to be more of a character than an actor in this remember this is not Johnny Depp's best character performance this is more of his best performance altogether so i think he shows a lot of layers in his broken character and it seeps through throughout the whole movie to the point where though the name Shooter is actually Shoot Her, as in Shoot His Wife, as that's what he's projecting. That's what um, he's projecting, yeah. And I think uh, it's just a wonderful movie altogether, though. But definitely, definitely agree with you on that part. I don't know why people think this is uh, such a meh movie. I like it. I love it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love Secret Window, man. That's, that's a great film. Definitely, definitely, definitely one of his best performances, in my opinion, as well.
0: Well, let's go to your number four
1: my number four like i said they're more um new age talking about wives talking about wives he kind of has the same drama in this film that i'm picking and that is the 2007 drama thriller film as well also directed by tim burton you're getting the little the little you know um hint here that i like a lot of tim burton films and that is his performance in sweeney todd the demon barber of fleet street ooh, 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 ooh. yes i, I love this performance there because this is where you see his more maniacal side where he he just snaps you get what i'm saying in secret window like you said he's he's kind of like on that brink and
0: in- him, um gets the joke he's just trying to go along with it though
1: Mm-hmm. definitely definitely man great great performance i love that movie and just to touch on to your your little tim burton darkness i i, I don't know that little gloominess I, I could take it all day man <laughs> actually, yeah, i don't know like i don't even want to sound like emo or anything but actually one of my favorite films to fall asleep is nightmare before christmas i just love it's just so mellow i don't know there's something soothing about that gloominess though you get what i'm saying okay so yeah i don't know this is it's just me who i am but no we'll wrong with see- that What's your number Number four, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, what's your number four?
0: My number four, coming off the heels of the 1980s classic Hairspray, John mm-hmm. Waters made another successful film that's a cult classic by the name of Crybaby. Mm. And this is one of my uh, favorite performances of Johnny Depp because this is kind of his first big role as yes. a leading man. And the, uh, the backstory of Crybabies is so fantastic. We're talking about Johnny Depp singing in Sweeney Todd. This is a time where Johnny Depp cannot dance, nor did he sing this movie <laughs> whatsoever. They had a, a voice double out there that was singing all his parts. But um, to kind of reel it back in, Crybabies basically is what Grease was in the 1970s, um, harkening back to the 50s. Well, same thing with this. Harkening mm-hmm. back to the 50s, just imagine Grease more raunchier and dirtier. Um, yeah it's um going with um just the whole aesthetic of the greasers and the bikers and the poor yep. men's uh working crew that um don't have that much money in their pocket but they love what they have regardless and then you have the nice pristine girl that falls in love with the bad boy who is johnny depp who has a soft side it has heart to the to the movie it's a musical as well too it takes um um, performances from Elvis Presley, from Greece itself, from John Travolta's moves and steps as well, too. Has has um, an, an essence of Jailhouse Rock in a way as well, too. Um, Stars to the cast with Ricky Lay and Iggy Pop. I love this movie tremendously. But it's is Johnny Depp's character, of oh, Crybaby, who is just... He exudes emotion of the bad boy that just wants to be hugged. And I think mm-hmm. in in all our hearts, as dudes, sometimes, yeah... We get all my chickens oh, yeah. home, but at the same time, sometimes you <laughs> just want to cuddle up. <laughs> Come give me cuddle. Come give me a hug. Yeah. And I just think that him, that greaser attitude with that young persona of just badass, don't care. That last scene where he's just playing chicken on top of the car. is just so great. It's just such a fun mm-hmm. performance. And uh, for a relatively unknown at the time, just having the GQ model look, he kind of over exceeded in my opinion as a first time actor you know all yeah. we got from there was just you know nightmare on El- elm street just him getting sucked in the bed
1: well <laughs> yeah. uh, here where you we go, go people you got some yeah. tops here mm-hmm, how do you feel about man. this
0: movie
1: well i love this film. like you said it's the typical um cliche for that time where the good girl you know the prissy girl falls in love with the bad boy and stuff like that and it was a great musical like you said um to ask, it's, it's, um, it, it's kind of like you said, it has the, the little grease feel to it, but it really was, in my opinion, his first breakout, standout film, Film where it was like he had his leading, like, this was, this was like kind of, I don't want to say what put Johnny Depp on the map, but it kind of did. You get what I'm saying? This is what kind of put him on the map, this role. But um, I love Cry Baby. It's a great, it's a great film. Like you said, he's just that uh the freaking gang leader of the drapes and stuff like that the little greaser but he's a little softy like you said like sometimes we all act hard but you know we're a little softy we just want to be hugged and um i was gonna touch something on the film oh what i was gonna touch yeah it, it's also an iconic film in the sense that how many how many dudes have dressed up like cry baby for halloween oh definitely you know what I'm saying? so it's it's a movie and it's a performance that he has had that has stand the test of times. That's how you know it was a great performance on his behalf. So I, I love the film. I have no complaints for Cry Baby. It's, it's one of my favorite time Johnny Depp's films as well.
0: And it's cringeworthy at times as well, too. It really but, is. But it, it just fits the movie. John Waters' films are very cringeworthy. But one of my favorite parts about it is it's, it's one of the most cringeworthy parts, too, is he's making out. Uh, with the female lead in this, in this movie, and mm-hmm. <laughs> the sound of thunder and lightning hit, and he flips out. And he's yeah. like, Why, cry baby? Why are you going crazy? <laughs> and he's like, because it reminds me of the electric chair. So why would that remind you? Because my daddy met the electric chair. (laughs) I'm like, so cringy. And he has a tattoo of an electric chair on his chest. Uh, Yeah, that
1: was so horrible. And did he get like a tattoo of the tear? Yes, he did.
0: The one single
1: tear. tear. The one single tear, man. It it was a great film. I love Cry (laughs) Baby. It's it's a classic, honestly. It's a classic. It stands the test of time in that performance. (laughs) I'm glad you enjoyed
0: Bro. Let's, go a good do- pick, brother. <laughs> let's go down memory lane and hear y'all now what is this, um, number
1: three yeah this is my number three and i had to put this film number three because it's where we start seeing his little kooky side as well in this film and it is the 2005 also directed by sam burton fantasy action film that is charlie and the chocolate factory I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what you say. I love Johnny Depp in this freaking movie, bro. Because here you just see his, um, you see the kookiness, but you also see his like he, he's all grown, but he's uh, I'm trying to find the word. He's grown, but he's like a man child. You get know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I love. Him. <laughs> why are you laughing? He's he's pulling his best Michael Jackson
0: performance. Yeah,
1: <laughs> go ahead. Like I I, I love it because he's just like this, big man child you see a little bit of the innocence in him and stuff like that but then also you see that he's just like haunted by his past and stuff like that from his father and stuff that he was so stern with him i just love it because he's so kooky and it's a great film his um from the moments where he bodies the kids you know Um, i think when they're on the canoe and like the little girl's name is baruga and he's like oh what's that i thought it was something on the bottom of your foot <laughs> 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 and, and then like it, that's one thing that i appreciate i mean it may sound a little bit vicious but how he just has that sarcastic body in the kids through the whole film and stuff like that and just that little innocence and that kooky side and he's once again he's just really awkward like when it opens up into the factory hello you know and stuff like that so I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's a great film. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure for me, honestly. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel? And it, 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 I, I like the cats as well. It was a great supporting his cast as well, you know. So, I don't know. I love this film.
0: Um, This one's a little tough for me because this is one of my least favorite performances. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I felt like this wasn't my movie. Um hmm the original, you know, Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory has a special place in my heart, that's why. Uh, oh, okay. I only say that because it's such a maniacal film, and I yeah. didn't feel so threatened with this version of Willy mm-hmm. Wonka as I did with Gene Wilder. <laughs> I felt like Gene Wilder just yeah. did not give a fuck. Like, oh, yeah. you fell in there? I yeah. have to. Where Johnny yeah. Depp was more kooky about, it. he was like, oh, well, you know, he better not get stuck. Oh, he got stuck,
1: and... ah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it it has to be toned down a little bit for new age. That's what I'm saying. I believe like, so as well. Yeah. Too, yes. Yeah. Go ahead um.
0: Up. Um. I I like uh a, a, some of his quirky parts of the movie, like the whole yeah. oh, when you first meet him, meet him, and he's like right um by like the whole sideshow with um, the dolls and they yes. start melting
1: and stuff like that. the
0: whole. It's a small world after world kind <laughs> yeah. of theme going on there.
1: Yeah.
0: So, with the whole was it um. Good money, star shined, Earth says hello. Says hello, yeah. <laughs> like, that's funny. Um But some of the stuff I, I it just didn't resonate to me that much. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, um uh, my man Christopher Christopher Lee. I love Christopher Lee as an actor. He like oh, yeah. my man, freaking Sauron. But mm-hmm. um, I, I just didn't care too much of his daddy issues
1: throughout the whole movie. Just <laughs> this,
0: <laughs> I, I,
1: I love that part. I'm about to do my best, Christopher Lee. I haven't seen bicuspids <laughs> like this since <laughs> Willie. <laughs> and then he just sitting there awkwardly, hi, papa. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was such a great focus because it was so awkward as well, man. I don't know. And, and I just like love the songs and stuff like that with the little, um, why was I going to call them minions? <laughs> Close enough, bro. <laughs> exactly. On oh, the little Oompa Loompa, is, is kind of cool because they have their little um, little maniacal dark side as they well do. to them, so that's why I appreciated them as well. The little if
0: anything, I yeah. feel like they switch sides. I feel like the oompa loompas were more maniacal than Willy yeah. Wonka was.
1: They really were, yeah. If you see it, it's like Willy Wonka is the more. Heartwarming character, the gentle one. Well, he'll body you verbally, but he's not that maniacal. <laughs> yeah, as the Oompa Loompas, yeah, they just don't give a f about you. And you know, if you just went up into the little chocolate drain, and hey, if you fell in the incinerator, that's on you. You, you know, know? So, when yeah. he did body
0: the kids at the beginning of the movie, that was great. <laughs> and you're just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're just happy. That's why I love that he has that. Yeah, that all these sarcastic humor just bodying the kids, man. It was great. It was great. But um, so yeah, what's up with your number three?
0: My number three. Um, I know you love this movie I'm not so sure if it's on your list yeah. I know a couple of people love this movie as well too um, it was in the, in the days where Johnny Depp was doing more serious roles and yeah. this was a, a biopic crime film based on um, his character he's playing George Young, uh, the cocaine okay. sm- smuggler out of Boston, this is the movie Blow
1: yeah, and okay.
0: I love this movie, I think his portrayal of George Young is just crazy great I think mm-hmm. people like the last movie that came out with Tom Cruise, the smuggling drugs as well, too. It doesn't even compare to what Johnny Depp does in this movie. And this Mm -hmm. movie gets mixed reviews as well, too, of just being too close to home. But I love the fact that it's too close to home. His chemistry with Penelope Cruz is just fantastic. Um, The whole... um, um, Everything going on with Pablo Escobar, him going to the drug trade, trying to bring cocaine into the United States. It's just a a fascinating story. And just... They're not really a kooky side to this. this is a straight up him going through the motions of riding the highs and then going really to the lows of suffering to the point. And then to his defense, though, um, this movie, he had to play straight like George Young, straight mm-hmm. to the role, just like him. And I think if you look at a comparison side by side, they even look alike as well, too. I love it. Yeah. Um, um, the supporting cast is just great. But I just love this portrayal being so identical to the character. How do you feel about this movie?
1: No, this movie was great. I mean, I love this movie. It's really not one of my favorites, but I do enjoy Blow, you know. Like you said, this is just that straight-up, that cocaine cowboy. Yes, it is. So, like, I enjoyed that. And like you said, you see him go through the high and lows, and he did a good job, you know, portraying George and things of those natures. What I really felt kind of bad for him, like you said, you just saw him like this whole cocaine cowboy and everything. Then... What really kind of it, it it was it, it touched me you know even though he was who he was or did what he did, you know he wanted to see his dying father when he was in prison I believe it was and his yep. mother denied the request and that right there kind of broke me down I was like no you can't do that to him you know aside from what he was but it's a great film I love Blow and it, it is it has a lot of fan following this this movie and like I said one of our friends actually posted up a picture on Instagram today about this film when. Um, him and Penelope Cruz were just chilling and stuff like that. Um, I forgot what scene it was where um, they looked like they were by a pool or something like that. I forgot what film it was. I mean, what scene it was, but you could tell it was a great, and it has a lot of fans. This film, Like I said, not really my favorite, but I do enjoy it, though. And, One of his top-notch performances. And
0: and I, I'll i get a lot of this. I don't care who, yeah. who who cares about what I'm about to say right now. I prefer this movie mm-hmm. than watching Scarface. Um, no,
1: no. You won't hear that from me, so I have cut you off, because I'm one that sits here, and I know a few other people, um, some of our friends that just sit here and feel like me that, hey, Scarface wasn't all that. You know, people love it, but it wasn't all that. But go go ahead, continue. No, definitely. I agree
0: with you wholeheartedly. I think um, Scarface is one of those overrated movies that has a couple of funny lines and iconic scenes, but uh, it's most remembered for his badassery of him, you know, for a freaking grenade launcher and machine gun killing people. (laughs) But, you know, and those little lines right there. But um, yeah. we gotta remember that's uh, Johnny, uh, not Johnny Depp. Al Pacino playing his best Cuban role, being racist as hell. So yeah, I mean, super racist. Yeah, you know, like not everybody from the island says "caco like that. So I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, look at that look, look at that tongue. It looks like a lizard. Put it away. <laughs> you know
0: don't don't get me started of him playing Puerto Rican in Carlito's way.
1: Oh no, but that was horrible.
0: I think he's more legit playing Puerto Rican in Carlito's way than he is
1: playing you Cuban know, Scarface. You know what though? Is it maybe it's just me that I know he's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> Puerto Rican doesn't it doesn't it doesn't resonate or resound or doesn't stick out to me. Like I I saw him and I'm like, nah, this dude has nothing Puerto Rican. I mean, aside from the fact that we're both Puerto Ricans, we know. But I didn't get that, you know? Like, I did not get that aspect that, hey, okay, this dude is Boricua. You get what I'm saying? I didn't feel it. and I felt it more from Benny, but yeah, not him.
0: I was going to say that funny story about that movie. And not the sidetrack too far away from this, but um, John Cazale was trying to... Not Mm coach Al Pacino, but like say, hey, like, kind of give him
1: little bits and hints. Like, hey, I am Puerto
0: Rican. I kind of lived that whole Puerto Rican gangster lifestyle. I had family that went through that in the 70s and 80s. If you need like some kind of direction, and he was just cursing the fuck out of John Quisambo, saying that if you even talk to me one more time again, I'm going to write you out of Hollywood. You know what? Fuck off, Al Pacino.
1: <laughs> you know, dude's just yeah. trying to help
0: you out. You He's know,
1: trying bro. to help you, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry.
0: You know all the answers. Why, you know how to be why.
1: Cuban. Yeah, and that's why he bodied you at the end. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Benny Blanco from the Bronx. LeBron. Remember the easy little sleeve flailing? But yeah, <laughs> continue.
0: You're right about that. You know what? I'm, yeah,
1: I'm giving a, a clap of the hands <laughs> to John Fazzama,
0: body, Al Pacino. Thank you very much. Okay, justice you was done. You
1: did there. us all a favor, yes, yeah. He
0: did. <laughs> Anyways, with Below, I feel like I can always put it on and enjoy the movie. I feel like it's more real-life situations. Of course it's real life because it's coming from what actually happened, but you feel the drama. You feel the highs of just having millions and millions of dollars and living a Mm lavish life, but also feeling the lows as well, too, when you're on that last dollar bill and still wanting more and craving more and doing everything you can just to get more. I I think his, his ending of the portrayal of Hong was just so crazy, just so out of it, just... Him out of shape, middle-aged, and still trying yeah. to make these deals. And ultimately gain body <laughs> as well, great. too. It's great. It great. I forgot about that. Yeah. Just it's just, he's like all <laughs> bloated and messed up and balding and stuff like that. It's like, you got a sense of, like, this guy lost everything. Everything. And uh, it's just a great portrayal. Character actor, in a way, yes, because he did go all the way of mimicking um, George. But the same token, though, I felt like he did a great performance in his own right.
1: Yeah, definitely not. That was great. I'm I'm glad like you just brought me back and laugh at that. <laughs> oh fat, out of shape, bold, and left up trying to do the deal. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to go see that movie. <laughs> you see? <laughs> oh, no, that was a great pick, brother. That was a great pick. Mm. That was a good one. Let's hear from you, number two. Mm, let's hear it the number two. Well, my number two is one of... I could have put this as number one, but I had to go with number two because my number one is, you know, I love it. But um, my number two is the mystery thriller based on that Stephen King novella, The Secret Window. Beautiful. I I had to put The Secret Window. This is, like, one of my favorite Johnny Depp performances. Like I said, easily this could have been my number one because, like we said, when we touched it a little bit earlier on the podcast, in this movie, you see, I, I saw that, like I said, multiple layers of talent that this guy has and you see that layer in this movie like you see that prissy side you see that snapping side you know i'm I'm going crazy and it's all because of the divorce and you know like they say the root of all evil is either women or money and you kind of see that in this movie you get what i'm saying Where yep kind of has that writer block writer's block excuse me because of the whole divorce and he just goes back to that cabin but then like you said, and we said, and for whoever's seen the movie, you start seeing these weird crimes being committed, and then you see Shooter just pop up, hey, you're plagiarizing me, and then you start thinking, is this really an actual character that's haunting him, or this is just him, you know, just snapping because of this whole divorce and writer's block? And then I love it because you see that maniacal side, like I said, Prissy, just eh, kind of done with everything, you get what I'm saying? And... um then as the movie grows, goes on, you start seeing that it's actually him. He created this character. Because one of my favorite scenes of that movie is when he goes into the house and he puts on the little cowboy hat. And he just starts having that little self-monologue with himself in the mirror, you know, talking all different and everything, like Shooter. So that's like one of my favorite scenes of that movie. And then that's when you start seeing that, okay, you didn't make it up. It's actually you that he has the whole identity disorder, dissociative, you know, Mm -hmm, and it's him, it was him all along committing these crimes, it was him all this time just doing all that crazy stuff, and then one of the craziest scenes is the ending, like you said, the cop comes in, hey, you're a prime suspect for your ex-wife and her new boyfriend disappearing, and he, all of a sudden, after he kills his ex-wife and her boyfriend, presumably so, you know, um, it it doesn't say it, but, you know, it, it implies it, his writer blocks just goes away. Everything. He's just so happy, maniacally eating corn and he just grows a corn garden. And, you know, the ending was just so iconic in my opinion, where you just see the secret window looking into the garden and you're like, okay, that's where they're buried and they're never going to find them. Cause it's a cornfield now. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So it was just a great film. I loved it. It was just really like, okay, this dude can get really dark if he wants to, you get what I'm saying? So number two, has to be secret window in my list and it was actually nominated um for a while back you haven't heard that in a while but in 2005 for one of the most bodious awards best actor fangoria chainsaw award fangoria (laughs) great yeah Yeah, so he was nominated for best actor um in the fangoria chainsaw award man so that just proves how dark this character was and you know the drama thriller mystery thriller that it was and it's epic and then like actually it was kind of cool because you know the character shooter really was just implying, shoot her. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. Shoot her instead of shooter. So I, I love this film. It's really one of those mind-to-f films. You get what I'm saying? So number two, Secret Window, definitely, man.
0: I me. love that movie so much. And I'll go touch up a bit one more time again
1: with it. Yeah. I love the fa-
0: fact that at the end, the, he lets the cop read the script. He essentially tells yeah. the cop what he did.
1: What he did, exactly. This yeah. is
0: like him. Like, like I'm not sure if it's like a cry for help. Or, because, you know, he's he, he's schizophrenic in a way as well, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't know if, you know, he, he's having like those inner turmoils of just, I want to be caught. So, or maybe he's just so confident in what he did that, that he, he can just yeah. put it in plain sight and nothing could happen. It's so well mm-hmm. written and just so well acted by Giant Depp because he's so stone cold eating the corn cob like nothing ever at the, I mean, Yeah, oh, he has so a house
1: great. full of corn yeah, he, and he's just busting down the corn like nothing so it, it's great like you said Um, it, was it a cry for help or was it that just calculated that hey I'm a badass I'll give you the manuscript and you can read it and this is kind of like me testifying to you, you exactly what to what just happened and you won't even realize it so it, it definitely is a great film oh, it's the secret window. though I like that what's your number two though
0: my number two i love this movie for so many reasons um mm-hmm. but i'll tell you uh i'll give a little backstory on it right here uh, 1999 american gothic supernatural horror thi- film directed mm-hmm. by tim burton and it is a film adaptation loosely, very loosely, based on the 1820 short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, written by Ooh. Washington Irving, starring Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, and, of course, Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> <More> Cowboy baby. <laughs> As the Hellas Horseman, this is the movie Sleepy Hollow, and Johnny mm-hmm. Depp's character portrayed is Ichabob Craig
1: yes yes great great choice this this almost made my list i was thinking real hard about it this is a great choice if i had an honorable mention i would definitely put sleepy hollow definitely
0: definitely i love this movie for many reasons not just this performance is ichabod crane because i love the fact that he's playing so many layers in his character he's such a confident young doctor but he's squeamish <laughs> for blood and guts and yes, gore yes, and yes, it's yes. like it's such an oxymoron of him trying to figure out a crime and He's just break, breaking out of that, um, that that old age thought of things are not just um, dead or alive. Things are more fanatical. Things are more different, scientific, if you will, as well, too. Like yeah. Like, you could do an autopsy on a body and you could discover different things of how a person died. At that mm-hmm. time, people were just like, oh. If you died, you died. If you had a heart attack, yeah. they had a heart attack. They must have ate the wrong leaf. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. this um, this uh, kind of broke out of that stereotype that there's more educated people to give educated reasoning behind someone dying. So uh, based on, like I said, loosely based on the novel, because not only does it deal with the Hellas Horseman, but it also deals with witchcraft and Satanism in a way as well, too, and a curse upon the town. Very mm-hmm. brutal film as well, too. And of course, mm-hmm. Hellas Horseman portrayed by Christopher Walken To some parts of the movie Uh, he didn't have to talk whatsoever i don't think he even did whatsoever throughout the whole movie but his performance as the headless horseman is just fantastic as well too but like i said giant Dev's chemistry with christina ricci although i didn't feel like it was there all the time i loved his performance of will he won't he if um, he's Mm -hmm. a man of science or if he's a man of lust and he kind of goes both ways with that um trying to go against his morals as well too um, there's a backstory as well to his mother doing witchcraft as well too that they kind of dabble with, so he has yeah. that that upbringing of dealing with the court system and dealing what with, happens with people who do witchcraft and what's not, which mm-hmm. brings them into being a man of science. I love this movie i could I could keep on going about this movie
1: hmm no definitely this this is a great great pick, like I said um it could have easily been on my list. This definitely would have been an honorable mention, like you said, it's another dark, gloomy film, great. And to touch on to what you said, it's kind of like one of those films where you started seeing that somewhat modern-ish um, medicine start seeping out, you know, in that time frame, like you said, that in one scene, he, uh, he's doing the autopsy and stuff like that. And like you said, it's very squeamish for blood, things of those nature. So that's what I appreciate about the film. Like, like, that's when you start seeing the... I don't want to say industrial revolution, but that's when you start seeing medicine evolving. You get what I'm saying, and you start seeing times progressing. And that's what I liked about the film. Cast was great. Uh, Walkins um, wasn't there. The, the the part where um he starts uh wasn't he starts kissing Christine Ritchie with his decrepit teeth or something like that, or the, the <laughs> his mother, or like yeah, that. her mother, her mother. mother, yeah, his mother, yeah. And and I, I, forgive me if I if I'm a little bit off with the with the just uh, freaking you know data because I haven't seen this movie in such a long time, but. Yeah, I, I think Christopher Walken, they all did a great uh, freaking uh, job in this film. And kind of like you said, at first, he wasn't buying into the whole, you know, Headless Horseman and things like that. It wasn't until, like, later on after, what was it? I think that something with, like, a hypnosis or something like that went down. And then he started, like, believing, and that's when he started investigating, I think it was. But it, it's a great film. It's a great film, man. Definitely. Um, I so- mean...
0: Um I mean the way it differs from the from the short story is basically Ikebop Crane is just a skeptic going into Sleepy Hollow about the stories yeah. of the Hellas Horseman to the part where people are playing pranks on him and then he actually does get taken at the end of that novel. Whereas in here, this is more so I wanna say adapted to more of like a Sherlock Holmes kind of story. They portray Ichabod Crane as more of a Sherlock Holmes, kind of solving things. Yeah, a, solving being, things. Being a detective, if you will, as well, too, because not mm-hmm. only is he a scientist, he's also a police officer as well, too. Yeah. So it, it dabbles with multi, uh, multiple hats that Johnny Depp trying to play in the small town. Um, I love the backstory with him growing up being a man of science because he's seen his mother die because she went through um, the occult. So uh, mm-hmm. refusing to even dabble at that, which is why he refuses to believe anything about the Headless Horseman. So, yeah, um, it's so many layers in this movie. Like I said, we could probably do a whole podcast about this movie and break it down. But definitely, definitely, definitely. That is my number deuce.
1: Yeah, great great film. I'm just trying to, like, you know, remember a lot of the tidbits of it because it was, it was an epic film. Wasn't there, like, I like one part. Is it where he's having, like, a dream or something like that? I don't know what it was. Or he's seen something that you just see him, like, get all surprised. Like, <gasps> like you get what I'm saying? Where he just woke up or something like that? Um, I don't know
0: what well, that he, was. he has a lot of flashback dreams, basically. Yeah, I think his it was a flashback, um, yeah. Of his mother, like, performing witchcraft and whatnot. But nothing, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. crazy. Just, like, drawing pentagrams and just being, like, yeah, a, yeah. a moon child, if you will.
1: And but but does who, who is it? Who's the character that pledges their soul to like? Who is it?
0: Um, I believe she is. I want to say Miranda Richardson. I believe she's a character yeah. that's uh, Christina Ricci's mom, and she's yeah. the one that pledges her soul to Satan to get the hellish Horseman and take vengeance yeah, upon the town. Like that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so there's like like I said that layer right there. But the part you're talking about more so is this Johnny Depp waking up from those nightmares, seeing his mother getting taken by the priest. Putting in that mm-hmm. little um uh, what do you call it? That little device where um, they lock you in the in the like it's kinda like a sarcophagus full of pins and needles. I know it's oh, called yeah, something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Someone right now is screaming, It's this shit right yeah, here. That,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. I should be the Help to Skelter or something.
0: <laughs> but definitely and then yeah. he's just waking up seeing those parts right there. Yeah. So there's like nah, I said, there's so many layers in this movie.
1: Yeah, definitely great film. Like you said, kind of brutal at times when the dude gets his head chopped off and oh, stuff like that. Heads will yeah. roll.
0: That's the tagline of this movie. Heads will <laughs> mm-hmm. roll, and they did. And
1: then they did, really did. Great, great film, great show, great film, bro. This was there was I would have made this honorable mention for me like I said I could have put it on my list, but I was like, let eh, me put it as honorable mention. But my number one, mm, it may not sit well with you. It may not sit well with a lot of people, but it is a character that he's really famous for, and it's like kind of like his most, not most iconic, but it kind of is one of his most iconic characters, and that is the 2003 action fantasy film Pirates of the Caribbean, and my number one has to be Jack Sparrow for me. I, I had uh, a feeling that was going to be I, it. I, yeah. <laughs> I love me some Jack Sparrow, because I feel like, um, in a weird way, these are just my opinions, in a weird way, we kind of see... All that kookiness and all those multiple personalities and layers that he can have and has acted. Not all of them, but a lot of them kind of just all bottle up into Jack Sparrow. You get what I'm saying? It's just like a lot of characters. And I just love it because he's just like this, you know... Not really, but he's just like this irrelevant pirate trickster, you know, where he just thinks he's like the ish. But, you know, a lot of times he's just like this irrelevant pirate trickster. And I just love his kookiness, his comedy and everything, everything about the character Jack Sparrow. I just love. And he's like, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like it's a culmination of all his characters. And I don't know. I just love Jack Sparrow. I know it's a pig that a lot of people may not agree with, but. I love it. And I don't really, you know, you know, Jack Sparrow, everybody knows Jack Sparrow. Exactly. Moment, so you know what I'm talking about. So, I mean, I really won't OD into details, but no, you, how do you should. About you this should.
0: Um, I mean, um, I, he wasn't on my list for certain reasons. Um, yeah. I think that is a bad character whatsoever, because that's his moneymaker right now. Uh, yeah and it will be for the next three films that he makes as well too
1: yeah
0: um, I was glad you didn't say Tonto because I would have like lost my shit I couldn't um, but definitely I-, I like Jack Sparrow I-, I think um with the pirate films I'm so more I'm-, I'm more interested in the lore than I am of his character but uh-huh. I will agree his character is like it was meant for him um, everything yeah. that he does in that movie from. The, um, the way he's dressed up to so his demeanor he definitely is like the mick jagger the keith richards of the pirates in that movie yeah he's very kooky very to himself rock star attitude as well too his one-liners his zingers are great as well yeah um the part where you know um we have um, karen knightley um fall into the water he rescues her and she still can't breathe he freaking um takes a knife and rips off the corset the the cops mm-hmm. well the officers at that time they're like oh I wouldn't think to do that. He's like, well, clearly you haven't fucked the chicken Singapore. <laughs> he didn't say it like that, <laughs> but basically exactly, that's what yeah. he's implying. Um, yeah. But uh, I, love, I mean, he's a so, he's a traveler. I love it.
1: Yeah, you know, I won't I won't say that he's completely irrelevant, but as courses go on, you know, like in the films go on, you can see that you know he's one of the nine pirates, lord of the you know brethren court and stuff like that and you know one of the lord pirates of the seven seas so he does have some importance to him you know but it's just the fact that how he portrays his character it's like all right bro you're just irrelevant you get what i'm saying so i mean and like you said his one punch liners and like one of one of, one of his famous lines that are always just always through the film why is the rum gone why yes. is the rum always gone <laughs> you get what i'm saying so it it, it is is cool and i like um his chemistry penelope cruz that's her name right
0: Um, from the last two films, not the last one, the one what was it? The um, the final the youth
1: one. That was Pelantecruz. Oh yeah, yeah, Pelantecruz. Yeah, I like I like that little interaction. That that's that's an epic film, but just not for them. I like the little Spaniard dude in that film. Oh yes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you seen that? You seen that film, right? But see, that's what I'm talking about with the pirate films. I feel like the lore is so much better than the characters sometimes. Because it arguably so in the pirate films, my favorite character is Barbosa. oh yeah
1: barbosa's great yeah barbosa is just a fool of his own right (laughs) yeah barbosa's great man and then that that that's another thing that's another great chemistry that they have him yes definitely going at each other who has the bigger wang you get what i'm saying (laughs) basically like i'm the alpha pirate no i'm the alpha pirate like you see it when they just pull out the little freaking scopes or whatever and stuff like that i like that and um I get what you're saying with the lore and stuff like that, because in the new films, you start seeing, like, where they start bringing mermaids into it. But it's performance.
0: Start... We're talking about performance, so I understand yeah. what you're saying.
1: Yeah, no, but performance-wise, yeah. But I get what you're saying also with the lore and stuff like that. But I just think it's great, you know, in and, and the fact that you think he's um, this he has the pea brain, but no, he's actually smart and, you know, he's real witty. Yeah, he runs a lot from situations, but he's plotting on how to, you know, overcome those dangerous situations. And he's always, you think he's like a few steps behind, but he's actually a few steps ahead. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which I think that's kind of cool to his character as well. And always with the little cheesy punchlines when he's escaping or something and how he runs. Like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I love the character, Lil Jack Spile. Like I said, I know it's not a popular pick for a lot of people because they can be like, oh, crybaby, astronaut's wife. Um, Edward Scissorhands, you get what I'm saying? But to me, Jack Sparrow, I love Jack Sparrow. I'll
0: say this, um, and maybe you can answer this one after mine. Mm -hmm. Um, my favorite version of Jack Sparrow in those movies, I think I like, is it, uh, Dead Man's Chest? That's the second one. I like that Uh one a lot better because we have a couple of dimensions in his character that are way different from the first or the third one. You see him, Mm -hmm. um having a softer side with Keira Knightley, uh, especially when it kind mm-hmm. of get when it kinda gets marooned in a way, um, his, mm-hmm. his frightened level of having a black spot, his interactions with Davy Jones, uh, yeah. his interactions with Will as well, too, trying to be maniacal and play the system. I like that Jack Sparrow because I always feel like he's always trying to play the system. He's never loyal to anyone, and you never know what he's really about to do. Whereas in the third one, you kind of knew that he was going to go all out for Will and kind of be the hero in a way. And in the first one, you gotta love Jack Sparrow because at the end of the day, he does save everyone as well, too. I think part two is he has more, a little bit more dimensions. And of course, he essentially dies in part two. But what is yours, though?
1: I like that one. That's one of my favorite ones. And I kind of like... Was it um, at World's End when they're trying to get him back? Yeah. yeah, That's that's the one, right? Yeah. You know my memory's real bad. Yeah, the ones at World's End when he's kind of like... Just trapped into that 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 I guess you could say underverse dimension and stuff like that. Pretty much. And yeah, I I like him there where you see him um, all my worlds end. Um, but yeah, those those two adaptations I I like it because um, Pirates one just started it off and then like as films progress you start seeing definitely definitely more. But I do agree um, Dead Man's Chest you I like that whole little chemistry thing with him and karen knightley but then i just like kind of like the chemistry in um the world's end when he he's in like that whole Underverse and trying to get out and just bugging and stuff like that with the we, five different I, jack sparrows I, I, yeah <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say the five different jack sparrows and then was that world's end when you start seeing um calypso i think it was
0: they they, they see him in both movies but that's when calypso nah. kind of freaking goes giant
1: Giant, right? Yeah, that she just goes like, yeah, Giganta. I, I, those are my two favorite ones, honestly. The that's when you start seeing his layers. it's just not the kooky Jack Sparrow where this guy has more to him. So definitely, definitely, um Dead Man's Chest is a good one.
0: Well now you know, I don't know if in. I could uh, really um top that one. I'll try. No, I'll try
1: stop it. it. No, stop it. Come on. That's I, I guarantee you that's an unpopular pick, but what is no, your number no. one? I, I, I don't
0: uh, disagree with that whatsoever because I, I think Johnny Depp is uh, portraying Jack Sparrow is one of his most iconic characters from a generation of five-year-olds going into a generation of Freaking 35 year old, so I yeah. believe everybody can find a version of himself in Jack Sparrow, so that's what makes that character transcend. Um, looking at Halloween, there's probably a thousand Jack Sparrows out there at the Halloween <laughs> party, so yeah. trying to get laid with somebody saying, Why is the rum always gone? I know yeah, exactly.
1: I would do it, <laughs> so. yeah, I would too, yeah, like it's even been in How I Met Your Mother, exactly, they, they dressed up. yeah, they dressed up as Jack Sparrow, so yeah, but. Enough of Jack Sparrow. What is your best performance in your eyes of Johnny Depp? What is your number one? Well,
0: my number one, like I said, they may not agree with him. just like people don't agree with your pick. Maybe someone out there screaming too, but Mm -hmm. uh, many awards it it got for the film itself, Golden Globe Best Actor Award, um, Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture, Musical Comedy, Um. Uh, academy award for best art direction as well too Mm -hmm. um and nominations for best actor as well too this is a film that you said already right here 2007 sweeney todd the demon barbara fleet street i
1: I had a feeling that was gonna be your number one i was like yeah if, if anything's number one for him he's definitely gonna put sweeney todd
0: i i i definitely love this movie um as a person who loves musicals to the end Mm -hmm. of my time, I'll probably die watching a musical. Uh, I put this on maybe even my number two of my favorite musicals out there to films or even musicals in general. Um, I, I find the idea so... Maniagle, um, so, so frantic. It's, 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 such a crazy idea of someone to think of, of just, you know, having revenge and for the revenge, um, to kind of go off, you kind of have to make them into meat pies and then sell them to people and eat them. That's just so crazy. And then, mm-hmm. like, um, just the story alone is just so crazy with Alan Rickman's performance and Giant Dev's performance. You see, how how many twists and turns go your way especially that ending you know spoiler alert for people out there who haven't seen the movie i'm about to break your shits right now that hmm. part where you have the old hag throughout the movie trying to just get a couple of cents that essentially is johnny and death's wife being run away by syphilis so it's mm-hmm. just like so yeah. crazy that you he kills her even at the end for being a wandering maiden going inside the meat shop and slays her down, sees her face, and the last thing she says is, don't I know you? And it just mm-hmm. breaks your heart. Yeah. It breaks your heart, especially with the story of Mrs. Lovett's trying to win Barker's um, heart. And yeah. basically saying that she died of like consumption. And mm-hmm. the fact that she even lied to him. Her death is so prominent as well, too, when he throws her into the furnace. It's so, so crazy. Promise, uh... Uh, just that part alone is just so great the The final scene of him and Alan Rickman, where he just does, he doesn't slice his throat, he stabs his throat.
1: Yeah, he
0: literally really. jigs him, and the yeah. blood is gushing. It's just such a beautiful sight to see of just that gray palette, that mo- that very gray monotone palette yeah. that shot just covered in red. It's just so beautiful. Ah, oh, this movie is just. That's that's why I got one best art direction. It's just it's just such a crazy uh, little things, just little things, little effects. Nothing mm-hmm. always has to be CGI. People, little things like that can go a long way. Um, maybe there's like probably maybe it's a, two parts that I can live without. The whole arc with Joanna kind of gets me a little, eh. yeah. but um, I, I see the subplot there, especially with um. His, his daughter, uh, Sweetie Todd's daughter, being trapped in Al Rickman's uh, apartment complex.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and essentially
1: Giant Depp's I, um, say, serving boy. We could say Al, Rick, Al Rickman was a full-blown creep in this movie, right? Definitely I he was a, a creep in this creep. movie. I, I, I,
0: I love him. I love him. Um, uh, him. Uh, t- Timothy Spall was a creep as well, too. Man, with his little yeah. cane and his little top hat, oh, smacking yeah. people around. Yeah. Oh my God, that's just great right there. I
1: forgot about that. And yeah, of course, Sasha really Baron
0: Cohen, you know, with his French character, well, French-ish character, mm-hmm. coming I'm out. It's it. it, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> <smells laughs> like this. <laughs> what yeah. is this? First you shiver the fear. <laughs> <laughs> so many iconic songs, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't even know where to start with this movie. It, yeah, it, it no. starts so depressing, um, mm-hmm. especially with the "There's No Place Like London." And you see how depressing mm-hmm. it looks and how dirty I it just, looks. Uh, so I, great! Yeah,
1: that's what I love about the movie. One of the things that really captivated about about this movie, in my eyes, that captivated me was just like that whole Victorian setting. Like, if you capture London, like. That kind of like during those times, it was just all raggedy, like you know, ran down, beat up. And I, I love that setting, I don't know why they just did a great job captivating it. You know, like just the rats running down the streets or whatever. You know, like the streets were just all beat up, everything. I that if you have a great scenery like that, it just makes the film great, honestly, in my opinion. And they captivated that Victorian era time frame. And you
0: know, me, I, I love crazy, and I have, mm-hmm. I still have a huge thing. For Hellebur M. Carter. I think her, her yeah, portrayal... Yeah, you do love of, yourself for
1: Mrs. Lovitz. Yeah,
0: Mrs. Lovitz <laughs> did it all for me. Just the the way that she was just so pristine but meager at the same time that she just wanted Johnny Depp's uh, or uh, Sweetie Todd's affection. Um, knowing yeah. wholeheartedly who he was and what he wanted to do and how supportive she was. Like, you're going to kill the motherfucker? Kill yeah, him, okay. no problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. she was a,
1: a DTF chick, man. Seriously, <laughs> she, she, Straight she up. Was, she was. oh, that's great. She was, bro. She's like, okay, just kill him. I'll make, I'll make him in the pies. Everybody needs a Mrs. Lovitz. Yes, that. <laughs> man.
0: I, I love her character. Just the most supporting, maniacal chick you could ever have in your back
1: pocket. Yeah, and um, it was, it was, it was cool. Sorry to cut you off. It was cool that, like you said, it was that she was just that. That that supporting great character, like you said, she just opened herself up and she was just, like, so desperate for his, like, approval, his affection, yes. you know, for him to notice her. But he was just so dead inside. You get what I'm saying? That he did not see nothing, anything like that, you know? No, so no. that That's what it made it kind of great, where you just have this chick that's down for you, but you're just so dead and cold in the inside where no emotions like that. You know, like, sometimes they say, you know... the the, the simplest touch of a female could break any man. You get what I'm saying? But this Mm -hmm. dude was already broken. Yes. And there was nothing to put him back together. Not even a woman could have helped him put him back together. That's what I love about that film as well.
0: Revenge did, though.
1: Revenge (laughs) was
0: his best friend. His his blades. That part when he finally sees his blades and he says, these are my friends. Yeah. Such a crazy part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you just see the lust in his eyes for death. And it's just so crazy. And uh, even with the parts you said, the little quirks of comedy, um, the parts of uh, when Mrs. Love is uh, singing about leaving London and going to the beach and mm-hmm. having him and her, and you see those color palettes kind of change, like you see it more of that um, upper class American lifestyle of, like, different um, shades of red and white yeah. striped clothing being by the beach.
1: Where it's kind of, like, better up there than down here type of feel,
0: Exactly. Whatever. And you see Johnny mm-hmm. Depp just having a stone-cold face throughout the whole <laughs> transition. Like, his mm-hmm. his facial expressions are just so great. The subtle smiles make you mm-hmm. feel something. The subtle smirks. Uh, just re- every, every bit of revenge he has in this movie. The part where he freaking destroys Pirelli. Locks them in the trunk. It's
1: so crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. they locked them in the trunk. Yeah, I was freaking crazy. Yeah. Uh, 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 it, it, no, that, that film was great. And I remember watching that film countless times in your crib. So yes, I, know, yes. I know the love you I got for me. <laughs> I made you watch
0: a lot of freaking musicals. I don't know yeah. why, but I I, I, nope. I felt like I couldn't hold it into myself.
1: I had to be spread. God. It's cool because, honestly, you opened me up. I'll, I'll keep it 100. You honestly opened me up to a genre of film that I really wasn't that into. And I came out. I was like, okay, you know, musicals are cool. You know, besides freaking Across the Universe would trip me out. Oh, like four, oh. or five in, 4 or 5 in the morning waking up drunk on your couch. I was like, oh, what the heck is going on here? You know, but you actually opened me up to a genre of films that's great. Because, honestly, one of my favorite musical films is Rent.
0: And yeah. like I saw
1: Rent for the first time in your crib. Yes. So, yeah, you, you did me a favor, actually. That is my number one favorite <laughs> musical, but I don't even want to spoil yeah. that
0: just in case you ever do that for a pop five.
1: Oh, yeah, pop, uh, pop five. Love music, me some yeah. rent so much. The, like, I still sing songs on that. I still have, One of my favorite songs from that film is actually on my phone, you know, so that's how much of a bit of a film it is. And so, even, yeah, I don't want to touch too much about that. But yeah, and ahead. even
0: with this film as well, too, there's so many iconic songs, so many iconic parts. Like, you could just hum mm-hmm. around. And I think, to me, this is Tim Burton's best work, honestly. Only for the fact that it's the least Tim Burton movie. It's like he broke out of his own shell. Yeah, you still had that Victorian setting. Yes, you still had Johnny Depp as Mary, a very, like, grayish character. Shade of gray kind of character as well, yeah, too. Yeah, you see him. But I felt like it wasn't about... It it wasn't about Mm -hmm. the aesthetics of the movie. It was more about the character development. And I felt like that's what I needed in the movie. That's what I was missing from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's what I was missing from a certain number of movies they did in the past. I felt like this movie hit home for me. I was like, boom, everything is growing. Every character means something.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, man. It's a great film. Just to geek out real quick, straight away from the subject, you know how we do. Do you feel definitely the the Matt Hardy broken character was based around Sweeney Hell Todd. Hell yes!
0: The, right. the, the hairstyle alone yeah. when he first uh, was trying to have this car- a character with Jerry Borash trying to see mm. where it could go, he was mentioning yeah. the Sweeney Todd character. That's why when, when you first saw the broken Matt Hardy character in TNA, it wasn't this kooky character with him just yeah. being broken. It was just him very maniacal trying to kill his brother essentially. And mm-hmm. then the kookiness started happening with the hoo as an nah. ah.
1: <laughs> And then the little delete could be like the little resemblance of the slicing with the yes, blade, I guess. Definitely throw that out there. Like yeah. no, I just wanted to get your views on that.
0: Oh yeah, he's such an influential character. Hell, what right. am I, I I can even say this, maybe I, I I, Johnny Depp's performance above all else I love in this movie, but just the mm-hmm. the play itself transcends other movies as well one of my i get a shit for this i don't give a damn who says it because i love kevin (laughs) smith movies and and yes you do uh, hell yeah i love kevin smith movies (laughs) i can quote those shits we could do a top five we could do a top 10 kevin smith movie for me (laughs) but um one of my favorite movies from kevin smith is one of the least favorites for many people's eyes is jersey girl i love jersey Uh girl and there's a part where Ben Affleck and his daughter are reenacting the scene of Sweeney Todd, where she's playing <laughs> Mrs. Lovett and he's like the, the barber and he's just slitting throats. I love it. It's freaking fantastic. Uh, yeah,
1: definitely. Straight wow, off it, 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 You know what? I thought, I thought he was going to sit here and put number one. I thought he was going to put chocolat. I
0: don't mentions to chocolat. <laughs> What's eating Gilbert <laughs> grape? um uh, let me see here
1: um honorable uh, mentions, yeah astronaut's wife I love astronauts there wife. you go um that film was cool um, Finding Neverland
0: I, was, I love as well too
1: finding Neverland I like um his um character in almost um, upon a time in mexico yes I, like uh, yeah.
0: I was thinking about that too, but I feel mm-hmm. like he wasn't not that he wasn't in the movie enough, but he didn't leave me wanting <laughs> more Sometimes I don't know what it was something it was something about it.
1: Yeah, it, it, there was something that, you know, it made you want more to that character, where it's like, okay, you're just that hitman, you know, whatever, but maybe if there was uh more of him in the film, I don't know what it was, but it definitely left you a little bit like, ah, uh, I want something more, like a little dash of salt to your exactly. character, you know what I'm saying? I get yeah. a
0: prequel for him, I'll take mm-hmm. that
1: movie. Yeah, oh, definitely, all the time, yeah, I'll take that, anytime. Um, What else, what else, um... Damn, what else do you have?
0: Oh, there's a lot um, of movies out yeah, there for Johnny Depp. I'm trying to remember death. now. Um, um, let me see. There was one that I was going to... From Hell was going to be a movie that I was going to put here, too. But... For, yeah. I, I felt also, like he was very yeah, lackluster yeah. in that movie, but I love the concept of From Hell, though. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. Um, From Hell was cool. Another one that was kind of, kind of cool. Um, I kind of like Ninth Gate. You know, that little... Ninth Gate game was cool, too. Yeah, you know, he's that dude that tracks down, you know, that exotic collector and stuff like that. But Night was cool. I I, I would have put it, but I said no, I'm going to put Honorable Mention definitely for Night I thought um, wholeheartedly
0: your number two or number one was mm-hmm. going to be the fucking vampire from Dark Shadows.
1: I thought about it. I, I really
0: show. thought... <laughs> He was gonna be so high in your list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been <yeah>. stoned before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I definitely love that character. I definitely love that character. That's like one of my favorite parts. I've been stoned before. But I thought you would have probably even chose the cat now you talk about weird little characters like that. I thought you were probably thrown on your list Mordecai. I didn't like that. Mordecai. I, yeah. did, I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I actually liked his
0: character more in um the last movie that he was in. Um uh i just reviewed it as well too um uh, let me see here but um ed wood was another movie that i loved from him as well too uh let me Mm -hmm. see here ed wood is a fantastic movie if you haven't seen that movie definitely see that movie Mm -hmm. Uh, let me see here Mordecai, i don't know did you did you even see Mordecai? i saw Mordecai, but i didn't care for it too much
1: i saw bits and snips here for him i haven't sat down and watched the whole thing but the little bit that i watched i enjoyed it just because he's a like little freak in that movie so how did you feel about um danny brasco
0: (laughs) you know uh, i've been clamoring for more of a like uh like a gangster johnny depp as well too from that era but that just didn't do it for me uh he did have the other was it public enemies where he was Enemies?
1: yeah public enemies was great
0: did you like that movie as well too i Uh, felt like it was a little i thought he was bland in that christian bale was in that movie too right
1: yeah i believe so yeah christian bale was in that movie i think maybe Um, that's what it was
0: that really made me feel like and like I
1: think you feel that christian bale outshined him yes
0: definitely Uh, Murder on the Orient Express, that movie right there. People hate this movie for some reason. That Mm -hmm. just came out, like, uh, I think it came out, I believe, in November or December. Yeah. But his, and he's only in the movie for maybe a short, maybe like 20, 25 minutes in the movie. Okay. But he's such a dirtbag, scumbag character that you just want him to die. And he does get his comeuppance as well, too. But the fact that he's just such a dirtbag, worthless character. I like that. I like the whole <laughs> dirtbag 1930s, like I drink my scotch and I fuck chicks and who the fuck cares <laughs> character. Yeah. You could give me that Johnny Depp, like director Johnny Depp who just does not give a fuck from the thirties. I'll take yeah. that Johnny Depp character any day.
1: Any day of the week. Oh man, those are those were some great picks. And like we said, he he's just such a great actor in a great film. I mean great film, you hear me, just a great actor that he could just play different films and just touch different plateaus and just act different, you know, in every film. It's is great. That's that's to me a the trait of a great, 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 great actor. And that's why Johnny Depp honestly is like one of my favorite actors of all time.
0: mm. Well, I think this was successful. Well, Mm -hmm. well, I enjoyed it. Well, that being said, Mr. Rango, where can people find you on
1: social media? (laughs) I thought you would have dead ass put Lone Ranger on you. No! I I I absolutely
0: (laughs) hate that movie. It's such a racist (laughs) character for Johnny Depp to play. I don't know why he went that route. Like, I'm just going to be a Burtony of American.
1: Stop it, Johnny Depp. (laughs) Yeah, that was really bad. But. Uh, you find- <laughs> Seriously? I- I'm sure you probably regressed that film honestly <laughs> um, <laughs> but people can find me here on bumpers at underscore J Rance where I co-host with you on the Kimura Chronicles and Elite Wrestling Audio they can find me on Jay's Corner as well doing my thing over there they can find me here on Sashow Conversations where I pop up once in a while do a pop five with you and they can find me at Instagram same name as here at underscore J Rance and twitter at edm trippy where can they find judo brother
0: let's see i'll start with the other social medias first i'll go with the twitter at uncanny underscore v we'll do the instagram at the val cisco and then the Facebook page, I show Conversations, where you can reach us at. We have a poll. Subscribe to us. Let us know. Hey, i will put some feedback in there. Just, you know, in general conversation. We want to hear from you from, from that end. Now, from us Small together. talk. Oh, no, no. I want big talk. <laughs> I want some big talk. I want, um, as far as us, definitely we have some other podcasts as well, too. Um, Elite wrestling audio is also out there as well so if you guys want to talk about pro wrestling the ins and outs of pro wrestling us just fuss around about it and rant on no pun intended definitely mm-hmm. check us out there uh, we also have a facebook page for that as well and it's also on itunes bumpers and of course podcast republic for those who don't have iphones and of course the kimura Chronicles with you mma podcast for the fans by the fans for all your mm-hmm. MMA news and updates and card reviews.
1: Yes, yes. I love it. Go. And that also has a Facebook page. People subscribe and give us that small talk. Disagree. Let's have some discussions and argue about stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So to tell us what your favorite Johnny Depp movie was. If We missed one. If you love yourself some mm-hmm. chocolate. Let me know.
1: <laughs> now, now you know what film I'm gonna watch. Actually, right? Chocolate. No, no, not chocolate. I'm gonna watch also another film with one of my other favorite actors. Now I'm gonna have to go watch I Love You, Man with Paul Rudd. Oh, just because of yes. this. When he's like <laughs>
0: stupid.
1: Yes. So he's like, one of the. Do you want to know what one of the best moments of my life was? It was with Zoe when I cracked open a bottle of champagne and watched Chocolat. You mean chocolate? (laughs) (laughs) No, Chocolat. (laughs) I'm about to go watch I Love You, man, bro. For real. Well, that
0: being said, man, it was a good one. Enjoy that
1: Chocolat. Definitely, bro, I enjoyed it, man. Later. Later,
0: bro.